Since Milwaukee Film took over operations of the Oriental Theater in 2018, they've been working to restore the movie palace to its original grandeur. Except there was one key part missing, a theater organ. That is, until now. I'm WUWM's Lena Tran. And I'm Lake Effect's Audrey Nowakowski. When the Oriental Theater reopened its doors in 2018, it was nearly just as it was a century ago, when ornate movie palaces were all the rage in major cities. They were designed to transport people into other worlds. A big part of how they achieved that world building was with theater pipe organs, those huge, complex instruments known as the voice of silent films. But the Oriental's organ wasn't there anymore. Since it opened in 1928, the Oriental has actually had two organs. The last one was removed and handed over to a new owner before Milwaukee Film took over the theater's operations in 2018. Kristen Heller is the COO of Milwaukee Film. She says they always thought it'd be great to bring an organ back to the Oriental. It was always our dream because it felt like there was a missing piece. It felt like there was something that was part of the original building that wasn't here that we wanted to eventually find an organ for this place. Heller says bringing an organ back to the Oriental Theater is all about tapping into that century-old cinema magic. Once upon a time, there were no audio tracks with film, like a, a piano or an organ was really the only way that there was any kind of music that like, you could convey emotion with sound. Um, and so for us, it sort of allows us to sort of bring back the original magic of this place. This dream was five years in the making, and it began with the search for an organ, which is how Milwaukee Film found Jeff Weiler. He's a renowned expert in pipe organ restoration and maintenance, and runs a business out of Chicago, curating and restoring organs around the world. According to Weiler, the organ at the Oriental Theater is one of only about a dozen out of thousands of Wurlitzer pipe organs made in the early to mid-20th century that's still in its unaltered, factory original state. We acquired this instrument about 18 years ago, and we felt that some good and noble purpose would present eventually. The organ that now calls the Oriental Theater home was originally saved from the Paramount Theater in Atlanta, Georgia. It was installed in 1925 and was rescued in 1960 before the building was going to be demolished. From there, it was taken to North Dallas, Texas, where an attorney decided to build a large music room and have the organ. His pipe dream was never realized, and then it was acquired by J.L. Weiler Incorporated. When Milwaukee Film came knocking, the theater needed an organ, and the organ needed a theater. Weiler says it was a perfect marriage. But then came the hard part. The installation process took them well over a year. It took about 13,000 man-hours to restore the 10-ton organ and multiple truckloads delivered from Chicago. Now, when you walk into the main theater, all you see is the organ console. That's the keyboard and all the buttons and pedals that an organist has contact with. But most of the instrument is hidden from the audience, and it's embedded into the theater itself. The biggest part of the instrument is unseen and is contained in two large organ chambers flanking the proscenium. And of course, there's a big turbine blower down in the basement. So the impact of the organ on the building is pretty significant when you think you have all of these interconnected systems running all around the stage end of the building. That 10 horsepower turbine in the basement keeps air flowing through the pipes, which is how it makes sound. So Lena, do you remember that dark hallway we were kind of creeping around in underneath the stage? It was kind of scary. Yeah, so that's what it was, the turbine going. Oh, okay. I did not expect a big hole. 
Is it scary? Oh my god. <laughs> it's like it's like Indiana Jones. The installation process doesn't simply stop when all the instrument's components are connected in the building. Weiler explains how they make sure each organ is fitted to its unique environment. When we wake the instrument up the first time, there is a commissioning protocol that we have to go through because every function has to be tested, adjustments have to be made, and just like any large piece of machinery, this is an instrument that requires regular routine maintenance. But the initial process is perhaps the most involved because we have to musically fit this instrument to the room's acoustics. And that means we have to make very discreet adjustments to all of the pipes in the organ so they sound their best. This can get complicated because the pipe organ makes so many different kinds of sounds. It houses all these instruments, like a piano, of course, but also sleigh bells, drums, a glockenspiel, and other sound effects specifically for silent films. Think doorbells, horse hooves, birdsong. Part of what makes all this possible is one important cable connecting about 2,000 wires. This cable runs from the main console to a large switchboard in the basement that's right under the stage. From there, it's connected to another cable just as big that goes from the main organ chamber to another switchboard, and that's responsible for sending out all the electrical signals to produce sound. All of that uses about 60 miles of wire. Each wire goes to a specific place, and hundreds of on-site man-hours were spent on point-to-point -point wiring to make sure the electric signals do their job to make the organ's action seamless. What makes this instrument unique on the, the national cultural stage is we have restored every bit of the original technology. So this instrument sounds and functions precisely as it did in 1925. So after all this work and fine-tuning this massive instrument, I asked Jeff what it was like to see and hear the organ in its new home. Can you share with me how you felt the first time you heard this organ fully restored playing in this theater? Oh, absolutely. I had tears in my eyes. Think of it. This instrument has not made music since before World War II. And for much of its life, it had been sitting in storage. Now that the Wurlitzer was awake, it needed an audience. Milwaukee Film debuted the organ with a fundraiser and screening of the silent film Safety Lass, which recently celebrated its 100th anniversary. The film is known for this iconic scene where a man hangs dangerously off a clock tower over the busy streets of Los Angeles. Basically, it was the Mission Impossible of the 1920s. Organist Ron Rode flew in from Phoenix to accompany the film and showcase the instrument. He's had a long career as an organist. When my theater organ career started, uh, I was 21 and moved to Phoenix and played in a pizza parlor. He always knew he wanted to make the organ his life's work and I met up with Lynn Larson, who is an organist, and was playing at the pizza parlor. He said, yeah, I think you can make it. Through his tutelage, and then a, two years later, my own restaurant, we had two in the chain, and then eventually three. I just went on to play for about 24 years total at the pizza parlor. And then I decided I needed a retirement, because there isn't any as an organist, 
And so I became a school teacher and taught 20 years, got my 80 points, and now I can just play Theodore. As an organist, Rode is known for being a traditionalist. He's happiest when he's playing music of the 20s, the heyday of organs and movie palaces. And all the major theaters that were built, they had fabulous organs. And so it was a part of the mainstay, and the music was perfect for the organs as they were. I just think being a traditionalist means I should play what it's meant for. There are organists that play current pop music and all kinds of things like that, that in my ear don't do the organ justice. If you hear my concerts, you'll hear up into the 40s, maybe some 50s, once in a while a song from the 60s or 70s, but it's mostly 20s and 30s. The spotlight opens on road, and the entire organ rises into position. The screen flickers, and he tilts his head up watching. Most of what he plays is actually improvised. I've watched the film four times. I played it about two months ago in Phoenix, so I know the film pretty well. I will just sit down, and whatever moves my body to play this, this theme or this, you know, something that's made up out of my brain, Rode dances with the organ, feet tapping and hands flying up and down the keys. It's an all-body experience. I get sore now, being older, uh, because I sit in the same position with my head cocked to see the screen. And I rarely, really take my eyes off of the movie the entire time. But it's sort of my script. So whatever's happening, that's what, that's what comes out the fingers and presses the keys. The organ lulls and sings and swells and teases. It tells us how to feel about what's happening, and people are loving it. They laugh and gasp and lean forward in their seats. We had a great time watching Safety Last and watching Road Play along with the film especially. It was great. Kristen Heller from Milwaukee Film says they hope to show more silent films accompanied by the Wurlitzer or feature more performances before regular screenings. For now, the emphasis is on Milwaukee Film member screenings, but they're working on having more public opportunities to see and hear the organ soon. And it just feels like we can really have fun and we can really get in there and create really special moments that people could not have had otherwise and just show whole new generations what this technology was like and how it can be transformative for sound and for your, your cinematic going experience. Jeff Weiler, the restorationist, says the organ is time travel. It takes us back to how people would have experienced this a century ago. It's this thing that's transcended time, going to the movies, losing ourselves in another world for a brief moment, enchanted by the music. These instruments are distinctly American instruments. Their purpose, of course, was as the voice of silent film, initially. And whereas you have a phenomenal facility, if you take one separate from the other, you lack perspective. They're just meant to be together. For Lake Effect, I'm Audrey Nowakowski. And I'm Lena Tran.